Hello Internet and welcome to Season 2 of my podcast, Talk Show. My name is Annabelle and over the next few episodes, you can expect reviews of movies or TV shows that are seen. I'll talk about what's trending and also try to objectively evaluate if they are worth your time. Hey Grace, welcome to the show. <laughs> hello, hello. Thanks for having me. No worries. Here we are, jumping yes. on the hype train. Oh, yeah. oh my gosh. Today if we meet anyone, we don't say hi or how are you anymore. We ask... Have you seen Squid Game? <laughs> Damn right you are. Yep. So, have you seen Squid Game, Grace? Of course. I finished it within two to three days, I think. I kind of binged it. I think yeah. I binged like two to three episodes at once because it was actually quite good. And yeah. coming from someone who doesn't watch K-dramas, as you know, yeah, yeah I, I really enjoyed the show a lot. Same. Mm. I, I finished it in like a day. Oh my gosh. That was... I, I, okay, so for those people who are tuning into this podcast to find out whether you should or should not watch Squid Game because there's just so much content going on in like online, right? Everybody, everybody's like, wow, Sebyok is badass and like, yeah, yeah. no, Ali, you know, <laughs> mm-hmm, <laughs> major mm-hmm. spoilers. Uh, well, maybe just give you a heads up. We'll try to, we'll try our best to kind of stay away from spoilers. I guess we're talking code today. <laughs> we'll be like, do you know that episode and that scene and we'll be yeah, if you know, you know, you know. <laughs> Honestly, I think it's going to be hard for us because we are so invested in the game. So yeah. I, it, it will be a quite a challenge for us, to be honest. We'll just say spoiler alert, and then yep. you can like fast forward ten seconds, or you can okay. like shut your ears and like la 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 for ten <laughs> seconds, and then we'll quickly wrap it up, and we're like, okay, spoiler over. That's a good idea That's a good idea Mm. But I mean If you the listener Are not too afraid Of spoilers And you're just here To hear us out Then you know You're gonna have a good time Because there's so much To unpack in Squid Game Yes Oh my gosh Yeah But I think The The problem with today's podcast Is that The media is Saturated Yes So Grace What can we talk about You know (laughs) I was just scrolling today In preparation for the podcast And Mm -hmm. literally Every aspect of the show Has been covered So like From like The hidden pictograms On the wall To Mm -hmm. like You know The actress who plays Sebyeok And the actress who plays Ji Yong You know Those two actresses Their popularity Also skyrocketed uh, As did the actors For Ali And Mm -hmm. the actor Wee Ha Jun You know Wow, suddenly everybody's very interested in them. We even hear a lot about like random characters, like you know the guard in you know, episode 2 or 3, who appears for 5 seconds and dies. That's mm-hmm. not really a spoiler, you know, but everybody's talking about him because he's so handsome. Yep, yeah. <laughs> um, some sites are posting about life lessons from Squid Game, like mm-hmm. don't be greedy and live your best life. I don't know. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Basically, everybody's raving about like how this is Netflix's biggest show to date. I also, I was on TikTok, surprise, surprise, mm. uh, and I saw that the actress who played, you know, the, the actress who had someone an affair with the bad guy? Ah, uh, yeah. Yeah. Her Instagram skyrocketed. Like, she, previously, oh, before, really? yeah, before Squid Game, this is what I've read. Like, she got 400 followers, now she yeah. has hit, like, 600k followers. Wow. It's insane. Yeah, it's like... Wow, the power of like Squid Game per se, yeah, which is which is int- which is nice because I guess um, people actually liked her character, uh, even though yeah. she's portrayed in a bad way. So well, yeah. honestly, yeah, her character is really annoying. Yeah, um, yeah, but yeah. it's because she was so annoying that you know that she was a good actress. Yes, you if you hate her, means she's doing a good job. 
That's right. But I do admire <laughs> her. I do admire her character, mm. to be honest. Like, she is actually yeah. quite smart. No yeah, matter, yeah. Even though she's very irritating. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah. spoiler, no spoiler, I guess. I mean, mm. <laughs> not really a spoiler. It's gonna be yeah. so hard to stay away from spoilers today. Well, we warned yep. you, and you're still here. So, yep. thanks for listening. <laughs> I yep, guess. Yep. Mm-hmm. So I guess today we'll be talking about like the best parts of Squid Game. Mm-hmm. We'll try to stay away from what everybody else is talking about, but of course we'll definitely have to cover it uh just a bit. But I think another thing we could talk about today is just the quality of horror in Squid Game. I think mm-hmm. uh we covered this before in a previous podcast where we talked about Alice in Borderland and Seat Home. Uh so yeah. those two are also Netflix original uh horror dramas, one from Japan and one from Korea. So mm-hmm. I guess we can do kind of like a comparison since we have done this before, um yeah. once we have done our summary of Squid Game. Mm-hmm. So yeah, let's begin today proper. Uh Grace, <laughs> the media has been saturated with things about Squid Game, but what are the things that really stood out to you in the drama? Wow, honestly, there's a lot. First of all, the art direction of the set was really very uh, well done. Yeah, so amazing. Really good. Like it you has saw the feature right, right? Yes. Yeah. Like <laughs> I, I love the color scheme. Is it mm. feels very Wes Anderson. Very, you know, very yes. wacky, very quirky, that kind of thing. Yeah, very symmetrical. Yes. especially the staircases. Yes, <laughs> and yeah. I went to I went to check that you know the the candy colored stairs right was inspired mm. by this thing called Asher's relativity. Oh, what's that? It's an it. I think it's an artwork of sorts. I I'm not sure, but it's oh, actually is it the one where it goes in like in a circle like you, there is no end to it that kind of thing mm. like the staircase it's is like basically upside multiple down. stairs. Ah. Yeah, optical illusion. Kind of Thing. Yeah. Yeah. Um. So Asher's relativity represents a world where the laws of gravity are very different from the real world, mm. and this particular concept really translate well in the show. So that yeah. really, when I saw that, I was like, Oh my gosh, I know this. <laughs> I know this. And my yeah. mind just started linking. And I was like, Yeah, this is so good. You know. Yeah. And the colors are so that well done. And speaking about colors, mm. I love how they separate the workers and the players. Ah um, yeah 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 like the the player the workers are the one who are wearing like money heist uh slash <laughs> among yeah. us kind oh, of yeah, among us yeah 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 I do not know what that is it's a jumpsuit of sorts Mm-mm. and they had to wear like a mask with X zero and no tri- no not X triangle circle and square ah triangle circle and square yeah, yeah which represents PlayStation I don't know whether yes. it represents <laughs> PlayStation or something but it's like what you know I mean I kind of thought it was PlayStation because that's the buttons right yeah yeah so yeah and maybe. X maybe the X means like the, the players and they're like the targets you know so like it's ah, X, yeah. maybe, maybe. Eh? theory alert <laughs> yeah. maybe yeah yeah maybe but yeah so the colours like you know the, the workers are red mm. no hot pink yeah. Neon pink, I don't yeah. know. That kind of thing. And actually, if you take a look at the color wheel, hot pink and green are totally opposites of each other. That's right. Yeah, so yeah. It's actually quite good. You know, I, I yeah. love the art direction. It was really well done. Mad mm. props to the art team. Yes. I love it. <laughs> the art I team. I would love to oh my hug you. <laughs> if I could go to Korea, I will find you and hug you. You guys are. You guys did the best. If there was an award, they mm-hmm. would totally sweep it. Yes. They're so meticulously thought out. Um, the yes. colours and even the fabric mm. so I was watching the feature mm. on uh, YouTube and they were saying the fabric is actually not cotton it's um, oh. like the uniform that they used in like when they were in elementary school that kind of like somewhat 
mix of <laughs> polyester mm. and yeah and they say that because of that it created a lot of like dust and in like a few yes. scenes it was very difficult to breathe because it's yeah. so stuffy and like some people's allergies started to act up and I was thinking mm. wow they even paid so much attention to like what fabric is being used like they wanted it to make it as close to like the the uniform as possible yeah or maybe it's because mm. of budget you know <laughs> it's just cheaper cheaper than cotton right? <laughs> maybe <laughs> Um, but yeah, I just appreciated mm. stuff like that, you know, the tracksuits. Mm, and yes, I yes. even read um, on the featurette mm. thing. So the helmets of the workers, right? Apparently, it's uh, made to look like ants. And everybody oh. is. Yeah, so everybody is kind of like um, similar. Um, mm. Similar looking But everybody has A very distinct hierarchy Which is a lot like mm. The ants you know That's so powerful In terms of What message They are driving across And mm. we see in the show I think episode uh, Maybe four or five uh, when mm-hmm. a certain thing is happening in the basement and the police officer finds out what it is. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So when we find out that that is happening, right, beneath, um, mm. you know, this whole game operation, one of the workers actually takes off his mask and he says, oh, I'm human just like you. And then they do mm. say that uh, one of the rules is that if you show who you are, if you take off your mask, you will die. Mm. So that kind mm. of really plays into the whole world building of what this sadistic mm. game is and who the mm. workers are. Like what is their role in this whole world. So that's yeah. quite amazing. Honestly, I, I'm still very clueless in, as to why is there organs harvesting oh, underground? I mean, people die, right? Then it's the yeah. it's easy way to ex uh to access organs lah. It was such a big mm. twist though. I never saw that coming. Yeah. Like oh. when they when he drew the cross on the coffin, I was like, oh, maybe he's religious. You know, the worker feels bad that these people are dying. Mm. It turns out that the cross mm. is to mark out these people. I was yes. like. What? And I, I and I think they said that they want to sell the organs or something online or, or something like that, right? Yeah, it feels very dark webbish. And speaking about it, like I also I mean speaking about the cast and stuff. Yeah. Interesting segue. The <laughs> I love how they cast the beat. I love the fact that there is some sort of diversity in their in the cast. Mm. We have uh, the guy who played Ali, as well as a uh, Filipino. Mm, yeah. And they speak really fluent and they speak fluent Korean, you know? I realized that the reason why they had to cast them, right, is be- really yeah. because that is the social situation in Korea, right? They are That's the good. lowest class. And honestly, the mm. fact that there are not more of these uh, colored individuals playing the game, at least, like, I mean, among yeah. like what, a sea of 456 people, there are two mm. of color. I thought that that was okay, still quite sense. underrepresented. Like, if you think about it, um, the, there are yeah. so many workers in South Korea as well. And actually, it's mm. funny that you brought this up because um, I was just thinking about it. And Singapore, where we are in, is quite heavily supported by migrant workers, especially in the areas of domestic help and uh, and in construction. This may not be as common in like countries that like in the West because I know for yeah. a fact that you know Australians when they hear about uh, Singaporeans having domestic uh, workers in like our own homes, they're like, oh, mm-hmm. are you like filthy rich or something? They were like, no, this is like I'm middle class. Then they're like, middle class people don't have maids. <laughs> mm. So like I, I guess I could kind of 
relate to seeing that on screen. And especially because now Singapore has um, some debates going on about, you know, migrant workers and how we are treating them, you know. Uh, Yeah, this show, like, Squid Game really struck a chord with me because it it really made me feel like there should be more that we're doing, but we're not. I mean, in a sense, Squid Game, yes, I do agree with you with the fact that uh, foreign workers, migrant workers are mm. underrepresented. Yeah. But to me, I do see also see it as a good start to introducing um, diversified characters into mm. the game, into the show. Yep, Normally, yep. whenever we see Americans, whenever we see like non-Koreans playing in the show, they would normally speak in really uh, weird English or really weird Korean, I would say. I'm not really sure, but that's, was my, that's my impression. Yeah. Uh, but in this show, we really see them speaking really good Korean. Yeah. And I guess in a sense, with the introduction of um, Ali and the Filipino worker, um, it just adds a really good flavor into the whole show, which I mm. really appreciate them for doing it. Yeah. And apart from that, we also have Kong Yu and Yi Byung Hon into the show, which I'm so Gosh. excited for. I was so excited for it. I squealed. I really yeah, squealed when I saw I these know. two people in there. Grace oh. is such a big Gong Yu fan. Gong <laughs> Anyway. Why isn't he married? Um, can I Precisely you? because he is like, you know. <laughs> I can't wait. Sure. Hopefully he hears this. Gong Yu, if you. <laughs> If you're listening to my podcast, I don't know what you're doing here, but Grace is interested. Uh, <laughs> oh, speaking of art direction, so I just yeah. I just recalled this, but um, I also mm. saw in the featurette, um, so you know the Dalgona candy game? Yes. So much effort went into that game. Yeah. So yeah. apparently, um, there was... Uh, they they hired a master, <laughs> like a Dalgona master, to just like be on wow. set to mass create these kind of like like candies for everybody mm. and there was mm. like one art director per person i think and they were just like mm. every time it broke or something then they would they would like replace it and they would like try to like recreate the the, the breaks you know so that continuity was across oh, all man. the shots i thought they get shot <laughs> I thought so too. <laughs> no. Think about the fantasy, right? Um, yeah. The actors were actually saying that the whole place just smelled like candy throughout, like sugar. Mm-hmm. And I can even just imagine, right? You go in and you're like, oh, such a nice smell. But like four or five hours, maybe 10 hours into the shoot, you're like, I just want to smell something different. Like, <laughs> this is messing mm-hmm. with my brain. <laughs> yeah. yeah, but wow, the amount of patience that the art directors had to just like mm. make sure that the continuity was there apparently the art director in charge of the Dalgona candy wanted to quit he was like I'm done oh <laughs> and like God. honestly I can see why can you imagine having to replicate like the exact places where people broke off the candy yeah I would go mad yeah I think also the characters are just so well crafted like we, we have so many diverse characters right um, each representing a certain class, you know. So we have yep. Sangwoo, who graduated from the top university of Korea. We have Gihun, uh, who is like, I guess your average naive guy who manages to sail through life, riding on the backs mm-hmm. and successes of others, you know. And horses. Yeah. 
We have Sebyeok, who is like North Korean, who managed to escape over to South Korea. And obviously, she's not doing yep. well because I guess she doesn't have support. And she is marginalized because of um, her nationality. And then we have like gangsters. We have um, very noisy women. The, the characters that they used to show the people who require money, I think was very yeah. well hashed out. It wasn't like mm. a, everybody is old, everybody is useless. Everybody has mm. debt, yes, but they have debt for very diverse reasons. Some are because they're marginalised, some are because they make bad choices, like, you know, with Sangwoo's yep. case. And some are just in debt because they're very unlucky, lah, like, <laughs> like Ji-hoon. Mm. It's like, he managed to win money on the horse racing. And then, mm. he got stolen by Sebyeok. Then like, yeah. Adui! <laughs> <laughs> Keep your money properly la. Yeah. I was so mad at him. Honestly, Jihoon's yeah. character made me very upset in the first part of the drama. Mainly because Why? like he's just so helpless. He's so naive, so mm-hmm. helpless. Mm-hmm. And mm. unlike Sangwoo, you know, Sangwoo was able to de- Okay, Sangwoo does have his um negative points um, there are some mm. parts that I don't really agree with what he did like ethically but at least mm. you know to his, to his to his credit he manages to like come up with a plan he can like mm-hmm. deduce what's gonna happen next and mm-hmm. he can I guess lead people in a way that is helpful meanwhile Jihoon is just like let's do it guys <laughs> we can do it guys but, but then again right if you take a look at Gihoon or Jihoon? Should be Gihoon. Okay. <laughs> I'm <Okay>. sorry. <laughs> it's okay. Uh, but if you take a look, right? If you take a look at Gihoon and mm. Sangwoo, right? Yeah, I totally agree with you with the fact that Gihoon is very naive. But he has a good heart. Yeah. He has, yeah. He has, moral, he has good morals in yeah. comparison with Sangwoo who he's smart and everything. But he was okay during the first, the first half of the show. Yeah. And then suddenly he gets like I guess in a sense the greed of the money uh overwhelmed mm. him. Yeah, yeah. That's why he started uh usurping a lot of people and yeah. pushing people off the bridges and stuff. Yeah, mm. so you can say um Gihun may be naive, but his good heart really made him survive until the very end. <laughs> I mean he because yeah. in the sense if you take a look at the last game, right? The squid the last game which was the squid game, he had Sangwoo serve to him on, on a silver platter. I guess, He yes. can straight up just kill Sangwoo straight away and being him being declared the winner and him yeah. earning multiple millions of dollars. Yeah. But instead, he said, stop. I want to quit the game. I want this game to end. And he told Sangwoo like, hey, I want to end the game. You can survive. I can survive. We can work this out together. But no. Okay, so we do see like in the beginning how he is very nice to Ali, right? Ali asks mm. for money and Ali is like, um, sorry, do you mind if I borrow your phone? And he just lends it to him, you know, mm. without any questions asked. The director does yeah. mention that actually this is just an attitude that um, people who are of a certain class think that they should do. So I wouldn't say that maybe it's deeply ingrained in him that he's a, a kind-hearted person. But rather, it's just an attitude mm. that they are taught to have. It's just like in Singapore, we are taught that we shouldn't litter. And so, if we do litter, we actually feel kind of bad about it. Because we're conditioned to not litter, yeah. you know? We yeah. <laughs> to just follow law. Sangwoo, good to bad because of money. Mm-hmm. Gihun, 
naive good. but still good heart. Good heart uh, make him last till the end. I think my problem with that is that um, it feels as though uh, Gi Hoon. Sorry, I rest. I yep. pronounce. I've been pronouncing his name Ji Hoon, but it should be Gi Hoon. <laughs> has mm. been just riding on his sheer um, like the sheer for- misfortune of others to get to where he is. Um, which mm. is, I guess, why. Well, spoiler, no spoiler. He wins the game, and he doesn't spend any money yep. because it yeah. was it really wasn't of any of his own effort, and yep. I guess to some extent as well. You know, um, him not really being good at anything like in the games, right? Yeah, it just shows like his disposition. So I, yeah. I mean, like that's why I say I was kind of irritated at him in the first, uh, first half of the of the series, mm. just mm. because. It, it feels like he is unable to do <laughs> to do well whereas everybody else is trying you know um mm. of course some people have more than others like say ali he is strong right so he's able to um defend himself able to carry people and that kind of thing um mm. not so with gihun so yeah that that mm. was my that was my initial uh, response but i think later mm. on yeah i do i do agree with you that um his kind-hearted nature is very rare, I think. Yeah. It's a rare commodity. <laughs> I mean, his kind-hearted nature got him to uh, pair up with number one. Yeah. And I, I have this theory that... Um, okay, spoiler alert, we all know number one is the mastermind of everything. Yeah, if you, I mean, if you're on social media, you would know by now. <laughs> yeah, you would, you would know. Even his name, even, even his name already gave a really huge... Huge um, clue already. His name? What do you oh, mean? Oh, Ilnam. What does that Il? mean? Uh, that's what this is what I've gathered. Like, yeah. O, o is his surname. Il is number one. Yeah. Nam, Namja. The first man. The first man. <laughs> ah, I mean this is what I got lah. So he's like, oh, I mean, the first maybe, man. <laughs> maybe O Ilnam really saw that uh, Gihun has a really good heart or something, and mm. maybe yeah, maybe that's the reason why. He wanted to meet up with him for the very last time before he passed on. I'm actually not sure about that. Okay, okay. Like, I find that O Ilnam's character is just very, in some sense, psychotic. Um, mm. Where the line between good and evil has just been blurred too far. Oh, um, yes, yes. Yeah, because remember how, okay, spoiler, but at the last part, he's like, oh, we just did this for fun. We did this because we we're so bored. Uh, the, yeah. the similarity between very rich people and very poor people is that um, we are both mm. unhappy <laughs> with the amount of money we mm. have, the kind of thing. So mm. I, I don't mm. think he was really checking up on Gihun, even though he did say like, oh, we are like the best friends, you know, from the Marvel episode, oh, we're the best friends. Mm. But um, I, don't, I don't trust that he is good. In fact, I do think that he is very disillusioned. He's just straight up evil. Yeah, well, not say straight up evil, but just not very mm. ethical. Maybe he is yeah. representing the rich people in society who are mm-hmm. um, aware of poverty, but they are not keen to do anything about it. Mm. <laughs> yeah, in a sense, they would think that oh, oh, poor people are like just pawns in the game. Yeah, really remind it that basically links back to the. The game where the VIPs were watching. Yeah. What was the game about? Uh, some bridge game or something like that. Yeah, it's the glass bridge. Well, that that particular ho- that particular sequence was so messed up. From <laughs> the VIPs basically betting on who's gonna win, and like when the but like sixty nine passed on, mm. they, they were like, oh okay, 
Why do you choose 69? Oh, it's such a good number. If you know what I mean. If yeah, you know, if you, you know, know what I mean. If you know, you know. Yeah. And when 69 passed on, I was like, oh, okay, I'll choose 96 then. Such yeah. a nice number. And then they were like, oh, you know, this is going to die. Yeah, let it die. You know, it was yeah. such an ambivalent approach to, to their lives. You know. Yeah. Oh, then also like the policeman. Like there's this VIP guy who brought the policeman into some... Uh, some private area for for a uh, happy time. Happy times. <laughs> the fact is that you know, the VIPs was comfortably sitting on mm. their chairs with models, you know, fanning them and everything, uh, mm. and watching people dying to their for their own enjoyment. Really, is just plain messed up, and that really kind of yeah. shows like the, the the disparity and the discourse between the rich and the poor. Yeah. yeah, actually, there's a different discourse that comes from the rich people group. Huh. Um, there were some people who are very um, uncomfortable with the fact that every one of them was speaking English. They were all speaking unaccented English, okay. so like really Westernized. Um, some of them mm. spoke Chinese at some point, and there was only one Korean uh, rich guy, <laughs> which is Oh Il Nam mm. la. So, mm. like, there was this discourse online that was like, why are all these people uh, Westerners? Why are they all speaking mm. English? What does this say mm. about society? Because, I mean, mm. if you take a look at today, um, China is a rising power. Why is there only one Chinese person and why is everyone speaking English? Uh. Yeah, totally <laughs> agree. I get where you're coming from. Yeah. Yeah. So, it's maybe it's the director's way of determining for himself, like, he identifies mm. that the Western powers are strong and therefore everybody speaks yes. English. Um, not sure how that come across though to, I guess, mm. regular people or say Westerners. I mean, for me, like, this is somewhat off topic, but their, their English is just... Oh, it was so the, bad. It was so bad. <laughs> the script oh was horrible. It's, it's like, it, it, you can know that it sounds really forced. And it's not natural. Like, it's written by someone who is not a native English speaker. <laughs> it's written by a Korean man. Maybe. <laughs> Definitely. It's, it was really bad. Nobody it writes so scripts bad. like this. Not, yeah, not after you leave so film school, okay? Yes. I was like, oh, come on. You, should, you could have written better than that. I don't think they curse and swear like this. Come on. And they won't interject every other sentence with... Uh, <laughs> with, with whatever they said It was so unnatural yeah. It was just one dialogue Followed by another dialogue And followed yeah. by another dialogue it, it sounds like It sounds like It came from a game Yeah Yeah, yeah so Like those just, pre-recorded ones right Yes Congratulations so, <laughs> yeah. I think it's quite obvious for, for us Because we are English We are native English speakers That's true so, We kind of yeah. sit in between The east and we the west between. Yeah we So we, <laughs> we see these things And we're like Nah that ain't right <laughs> Right, Where are the Singaporean crazy rich Asian tycoons, huh? <laughs> Why aren't they That's sitting true? among the, the Westerners? <laughs> oh no. Anything else that you didn't really like about Squid Game? I mean, since we're here, since we landed here, we might as well. I didn't really like about Squid Game. Honestly, this might sound very controversial. It's not as gory as I thought it would be. I wish that ah. it has more gore. Actually, yeah. that was the reason why... Okay, so context, right? I actually asked Grace to watch 
Squid Game mm. because we saw the trailer and I was like, ah, that looks like a kind of genre. But I watched it before mm. her and when I was watching it, I was like, ah, there's a lot of drama, you know, in the first three episodes. Mm. It's a lot of human interaction. Mm. Uh, it's a lot of dialogue, um, not much action. And even in the mm. game, so the first game where um, Green Light, Red Light, Green Light, um, Mm. Like that one had a lot of action Right That one had a lot of gore mm. And that was featured in the mm. trailer But the second game Which is like episode 3 onwards uh, Second game Third game it, was, it became a lot more emotional And mental It became like a game of wits Almost Because You know It's, it's just seeing Like how good are you at surviving And yeah. there was, You know for the Dalgona game They were all literally Just sitting on the floor Like mm. scraping at the candy Throughout the game <laughs> okay, I mean props to the to the production team for making that scene look interesting. But as a spectator who does like film and stuff, I was thinking about how they film the scene. They literally just like one camera is just like, squatting next to the guy and then he's like vigorously scraping away at the candy. There's not much gore. Yes, and yes. I mean they tried to introduce it, you know, with the guy being shot on the slide and then he kind of slides down the slide, you know, that's that particular shot. But other than yeah. that, there isn't much compared to say Sweet Home or Alice in Borderland or actually mm. any other Japanese genre that is similar to uh to Squid Game. I think the other one was mm. uh was it at As the Gods or something like that. As the Gods Will. That one I'm not sure. I've not watched it. A Battle Royale. Battle Royale ah, as well. Okay. Compared to those, you know, mm. the the gore in Squid Game is very minor. It's like Oh, okay. Maybe the gore it came from the fact that they are doing the organ donation kind of thing. Yeah, that's gore right there. <laughs> that's but other than that, yeah. <laughs> that was that was very unexpected. I was more shocked. Honestly, it's just very the gore is just pretty much very meh. Yeah. Like I thought, like you know, there was a particular scene from the start of the show where people were like, uh going against the games and stuff. It's like, oh, you know, let me go and everything. And people started leaning down and everything. I honestly expected the workers to basically just turn their guns and just start shooting them on the spot. Ah, They never. Yeah. Honestly, I then did I'm too. Like, huh? <laughs> but I mean, yeah. okay, so the philosophy of Old Ilnam was that, like, you know, um, he gives them a choice and if they choose to come mm. back, they will come back, you know, that kind of thing. So, I suppose mm. shooting them on the spot will not really be beneficial to his whole yeah, philosophy. He's just scaring <laughs> people away. Yeah. But definitely, yeah. I so a lot of people online are comparing uh, Squid Game to Sweet Home, Alice in Borderland, and Battle Royale. Um, yep. Honestly, I do think that this is where Squid Game kind of lacks uh, in yeah. terms of like the whole visceral gore. Uh, but they mm. use they kind of like use emotional terror to make up yeah. for that. So more so than gore, I think we're more affected by um, the emotional relationships that we build with the characters. Uh, especially yep. so with Sebyeok and was it Jiyong? Uh, when they mm. had to choose who to kill, you know. Then that was when everybody was like, No! <laughs> and they had it in a place where the sun was setting. It's like, oh, the sun yes. is setting on your relationship. Uh, that mm. that tore me the bits. Um, mm. and the other one that really stuck with me was Oyonam and Gihun's marble match because yeah, like I mean, Oyonam kind of reveals at the end that he knows that Gihun was cheating him, and mm. I mean the whole drama before that as well. You know, um, Gihun mm. chose Oyonam when everybody chose not to pair with Oyonam because they thought that pairing with him would be disadvantageous. 
this particular game, it was so lackluster, but at the same time, just so impactful because I think they do say in the drama, whoever they chose to play this game with them are the person they rely on the most or the person they trust the most. So mm. having to choose who shall die, who shall live, it mm. just it just tucks everything in People's me. Like, heart, heart oh my goodness. Yeah, it's just... It was just so painful to watch. And I gotta say, after watching episode 6, I I compared it with Alice in Borderland. Yeah. I honestly prefer Squid Game's uh, character development, you know, in comparison with Alice in Borderland. Because, I totally agree. Um, yeah. Yeah. Like, Alice in Borderland is just straight up, oh, this is what's been happening. <laughs> Some flashbacks. Yeah. Flashback, 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 then dies yeah but for squid game you could really see that they really kept the character alive for mm. longer than uh, alice in borderland yeah which allows us to bond with the character yeah form a connection and then basically breaks off the the ties mm. brutally yeah it's good yeah. I totally agree. Actually, the I scene that, that comes to mind from Alice in Borderland is the one with the four friends. Uh, wait, three friends. The three friends, right? Um, Arisu yeah. and his two friends. And then there's the girl. Karage. Karage. Kurage? Karage? Karube. Karage Karube. fried chicken. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> Kar- is that a nori? Karube. I'm sorry. <laughs> I didn't mean it. <laughs> oh, no. Sorry, going back to Alice in Borderland. The scene that I was reminded of uh, yeah. was, yeah, the one where they had to play the Seven of Hearts game. So I guess if you know, mm. you know. Uh, <laughs> and they had this whole, like the whole episode was just focused on that Seven of Hearts game. And rightly so, yeah. because the Seven of Hearts game is supposed to be a difficult game. Um, mm. Where there's a lot of betrayal, um, people have to kill their friends and stuff like that. But the mm. way they presented it, it was like, okay, we know that Arisu is friends with these two people. And we know that one of the friends has a relationship with the girl that they chose to tag along with them. Yeah. And, you know, it's like we all know that there is a relationship, but do we feel it? That is yes. really what was missing in Alice in Borderland that was yep. extremely prominent in Squid Game. Squid mm. Game, they really made sure that you felt like they, they became like a tight-knit, community you know we're gonna mm. look out for each other we're gonna have each other's backs and then towards yeah. the end it's like no nobody has your back <laughs> mm. like not even Gihun Gihun ah he said that he has Seibyok's back but he went to get help and Seibyok died I cannot he was mm. ah. yeah I, I that really tore me apart it's ah it's done so well here's a question we both watched Alice in Borderland and we know how Hearts game works, right? Yes. Okay. So oh. <laughs> coming back to Squid Game. Yeah. The Marbles game. Mm. What do you think if it's translated into Alice in Borderland? Ah. What will be the how many hearts will it qualify? I think it will be a five mm. actually. Five. It won't be yeah, okay. it won't be that high. Because mm. Okay, so I find that the games in Squid Game, right, are very meaningfully trying to cut down numbers. They're, they they okay. are not trying to help you survive. They really want you all to die, mm. right? Which is why mm. they, whenever there's a fight or anything, they don't stop it. They just let you fight by yourself and kill off numbers. 
mm. because of that, um, in comparison to the the game paradigm in Alice in Borderland, which I feel mm. that there is sort of like a rule to each game, you know, there is a way to survive it. Um, mm. This marble game actually would be very simple. It will be just kill the person opposite you. You know, if the game instruction was bring your best mate. <laughs> and play this mm. game together Then maybe mm. it'll be higher Because then there is like The concept that You know When you go into the game You kind of don't feel mm. that You are going to kill the person um, But mm. Turns out you are right The rules are quite simple right Whoever is opposite mm. you Is going to die It's only if Say there's an added element Of surprise Where you don't know That you're going to kill The other person Then maybe it'll be A seven hearts and above you know, if they say okay, grab your best okay. mate and then come for the game, then oh, kill your best mate. Yeah. Then yes, then that yeah. would qualify. It's funny that you brought that up because I also was gonna ask you. Sure. But um, so, like, mm. do you think that the games in Squid Game can be replicated in Alice in Borderland? Mm, I think can. To be very honest, I would really want to see uh the three boys mm-hmm. trying to do the marbles game. I would really <laughs> want to see how would they fare. Because yeah. their friendship is on the line. Honestly speaking, it yeah. would have turned out a lot like the Seven Hearts game, if you think about okay. it. Right, okay, where yeah, they yeah. all unilaterally decide to give up mm. and just uh, sit there and recount their friendships. Yeah, so it would be a lot like Sebyeok and Jiyong in some sense. But I still feel that maybe it would not work because of just nature of the game. I feel like Alice in Borderland, there is a way to win. Everybody can be a winner. It's just how. Um, whereas okay. in Squid Game, it's kind of like a, everybody is destined to die. One is one person is going to emerge victorious, that kind of thing. Mm. 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 Okay. I can get behind that. I think both, though, are very interesting in their world building. How they mm. possess, like how they get people into the game. I think it's interesting. Mm. I think for Alice mm. in Borderland, it's not so much, it's not really hashed out yet. Yeah, so I think that in that aspect, it's kind of underdeveloped. Uh, whereas mm. for Squid Game, how they are better than Alice in Borderland is just the fact that they chose very specific people to play this game. Very um, desperate people, people with a lot of debt and who are definitely on the wrong side of the law in some in some ways. Um, yep. But yeah. Actually, what did we talk about last time for Alice in Borderland? I actually don't remember. Like, what did we say was Whoa. the choosing criteria for these people? <laughs> I actually don't remember. Do they even have a choosing criteria? They do, right? Uh, they definitely do. But we don't know what it is, right? Remember. Like, there yeah. was. So the main char- character is a Hikokimori. And then um, the girl he pairs up uh, with, uh, her father passed yeah. away. So she's a bit lonely and then there was this the other girl who slept with her boss just to climb up the, mm. the, the ladder. So so what, mm. what, what was the choosing criteria? Maybe we'll find out in season two, which is coming yeah, out very yeah. soon. Yes, I can't wait <laughs> for that. I'm so excited. Oh my god. Yeah. The Netflix really yeah. knows how to keep us on their site. Oh, They're just throwing this is one reason why I chose Netflix. <laughs> yes. I still keep my Netflix subscription. <laughs> Honestly, same. The quality yes. of the productions are getting better and better. Yes, and it's yes. like it's so amazing. 
And I guess mm. like how they program, like how they time the programs as well. I think it's getting even mm. better because uh, previously yeah. it was kind of like a random, random thing. But now that they see like, you know, well, I guess it started with Money Heist. They saw how popular mm. Money Heist was. Then they're like, oh, mm. maybe Squid Game will be a good investment. And then Squid Game did so well. Like apparently it's like going to be like the top Netflix original ever. Yeah. Right? Yeah. And then they're like, oh, I guess Alice mm-hmm. in Borderland will do pretty well too. So they're like, let's release the second season. It's Just like, bam, 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 bam. Yeah. It's bam. Like, oh my goodness. COVID did everybody a disservice except Netflix. Netflix is getting yes. so much from this pandemic. They must be very happy. The, everyone there will get a bonus. Everybody will a get big fat four, bonus. Uh, $400 million, $25. Why aren't we working there? Why aren't we working uh, in Netflix indeed? God. <laughs> when I was watching Squid Game, right, I kept on thinking about Alice in Borderland, like just mm. uh, reflecting upon it. And I do agree with the fact that um, both Alice in Borderland and Squid Game, they both have a sim- similar concept on how they play games in order to survive. Mm. Yeah. Uh, they are the same way when you are in a game. You know, you are just a normal person. All your yeah. titles are gone. You're just a nameless person in a really lawless city. You create your own hierarchy and democracy. So, uh, it's very similar to uh, Alice in Borderland in the sense that Matt Hatter, if you could remember Matt Hatter, he is the one that orchestrates everyone to collect the cards for the number one. That's, a, that's in a sense of some sort of a democracy right there. Speaking about democracy in Squid Game, uh, before the start of the whole game, you have to sign a contract. The game master will allow the players to vote if they do not want to play. And, mm. But th- honestly, in Squid Game, that's that what makes it even more interesting and yet complex because the players are presented a dilemma. Yeah, you can choose to not play. Sure, we will not force you. But if you play, you'll earn this amount of money. You sure want to escape? You sure, you sure you want to give up? You sure? You know? It, it kind of shows like their life outside is not that much better than yeah. inside. Whereas actually inside, they have a mm. chance at deleting all their, um, all their debt. Yeah. So there is a chance at redemption if they are willing to go all in. Yeah, in a sense, there's also hierarchy in Squid Game as well and similar to Alice in Borderland. In terms of the workers and the players, as well as OU not orchestrating every single thing. Yeah, there is hierarchy yeah. in that manner, you know, but it's just separated by wealth and money. Yeah, I mm. guess it's like a new sort of genre, right, that yeah. is coming up. Well, not really new, but mm. uh, a more popularised genre. So this yeah. is like, I would categorise it as like survival action games. Thriller, yep, yep. survival thriller. <laughs> yep. Randomly throwing a bunch of adjectives. Um, This kind of like genre... Mm. I feel like it has been quite dormant for quite a bit. So it mm. was popularized by I think Saw back in the day. And mm. very recently there are like more escape room kinda movies coming up. But mm-hmm. it's only with uh Alice in Borderland and Squid Game where um I guess the genre is being developed more. Uh, and mm. people are coming to enjoy a lot But there yeah. are a bunch of people Who are like saying Oh Squid Game copied ideas From oh, yeah. um, from Battle Royale And stuff mm. like that So Battle Royale is a year 2000 <laughs> Japanese action thriller film And it mm. talks about like I think a class of delinquents Or something Who are shipped mm. off to an island And they're all expected to participate In this game and mm. this game, basically, they are all equipped with different tools. So some people are given very 
badass tools like crossbows mm. whereas other people are given like hammers but basically mm. there are a bunch of rules governing this uh, island or of sorts mm. and everybody needs to kill one another um, mm. but if they don't uh, obey the rules of this island then mm. they have a collar on their neck that actually explodes mm. so you, you see why people are comparing Alice in Borderlands Squid Game to Battle Royale um, mm. Maybe even to Saw Because There's just such a strong Trope That they established From the start In the, in the year 2000 You know They were like mm. I want a call that explodes man mm. <laughs> I know it How can that be So like I, I guess that's why people Kind of just like they, they kind of just say like Squid Game is copying The original mm. Genre makers But I find that That's a very stupid way To look at things lah Because if you think If you think about it uh, at this point, right, in the year 2021, everything is mm. more or less a quote-unquote copy of each other. Yep. <laughs> Especially now because technology is like so um, so powerful. Yeah. We are able to yeah. do more things. We're just reinventing things, right? I think where Squid Game stands, you know, in this genre is that it develops on the genre. So mm. it still touches on certain aspects, you know, of like, say, gore, um, high adrenaline action uh, mm. Betrayal even But they add in the added element Of uh, emotional connection And I feel that like The way you portray emotional connection And the way you tell people's stories Isn't something that you can copy easily It really depends on the director's skill yeah. He had a vision for Squid Game And he delivered it quite well mm. So I don't think people should be saying That Squid Game is a copycat <laughs> After 13 years of uh, brainstorming and stuff, if I may add. He was like thinking about it since like, two, 2008? Yeah. It's insane. It's crazy. Just, he, one day he woke up and he's like, I have a vision. <laughs> I know how to kill 400 people. And he starts writing the script. Yeah, like what you said. Everyone is just copying each other at this day and age. La. So, you can't yeah, please anyone. Yeah, copies it better. Yeah. yeah. You can't please anyone now. Which sucks. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> I mean at least he Developed on the genre right And he did yeah. better I would say Well I mean look on the bright side People actually love the show Because uh, people I read that people were spam calling the the number And <laughs> Everyone's from, curious Everyone's curious to see whether Is it really Kong Yu Or is it is it really the Squid Game Speaking about that I, It would be even better right If the production team actually bought the number and they put like oh the automated voice call saying that to say tell them to play Squid Game or something like that. You you know it can be a really good marketing ploy. Who knew that people would call the number? Who knew that people would wire money to the the that yeah, bank yeah, account? Yeah. Apparently, yeah. <laughs> it's really a wonder what people are oh doing. Like, what are they thinking? Uh, to be honest, I feel that a big part of Squid Game is really mm. the characters. So the character mm. relationships, that is what really drew us in. Not so mm. much uh, Gi-hoon's character. I, I still stand my ground. I find that Gi-hoon is still quite a lackluster character. I mean, definitely he's, he's very kind-hearted. You know, he has very yep. high uh, moral ethics and stuff. But mm. uh, as a person, like I just don't root for him because he's... So kind of like a loser But the only mm. reason why I, I think I took a liking to him Is because Of how he treats Other people You know How he yeah. respected Oyonam, How he uh, Called Sebyokin And tried to protect her 
You know, mm. stuff like this is why I start to like him as a character. Mm. So, with all these characters gone, with all these other characters dead, you know, except for, um, well, the game master, who we found mm. out is Lee Byung Hyun. <laughs> oh mm-hmm. my goodness. Um, with all the characters that are dead, there are no more mm. relationships, right? Do you mm. think that a season two will happen? Honestly, I hope so. I would really yeah, love right. it for it to happen because I think there's so much questions that we need to know. For example, yeah. like what happens to the winners of Squid Game? Mm. Will they become the front men? Like because Lee Byung Hun, who yeah. was the winner for twenty fifteen. Yeah. Yeah. So you, I would really want to see you like number two. Yeah. I saw t- on TikTok there is this theory that Oh Yoo Nam is actually uh Gi Hoon's father. Yeah. <laughs> 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 Nani. I know, right? Well, what 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 is that theory based on? What? Uh, Oh Yoo Nam saying that he that during one of his dementia episode, he actually said that uh, I want to celebrate my my brother's my son's birthday. My son's birthday is coming up very soon, and uh-huh. it's around the same time as Gi Hoon's birthday. Oh, they kind of hinted it at the start, right? With the password for yeah. the mom's ATM thing. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So, so there's <laughs> there's a few more which I can't remember, but that's the only one that stood that stood out to me. Yep, yep. So, yep. so people are saying that um, oh, Yunam also joined in the game just to find out to find his son or something like that, because. Well, yeah. I mean, yeah, he does say that uh, like his son is very similar to Gihun. Yep. Like remember before the marble game or something, he's like, ah, you must you're a lot like my son. Do you get scolded yeah. a lot as a kid? <laughs> yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Ah, yeah. uh, I don't I don't think he's the son though. I find mm. that's kind of that's kind of a stretch. <laughs> yeah, makes sense. Makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. But but I mean okay, g- good effort on that part. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I mean the sources are speculating that they may or may not be a season two, depending on the director's feels, right? Because he took so long just to create this season one. So definitely yeah. you can tell he's a very meticulous guy. And he's not just gonna mm. jump into season two because Netflix is throwing money at him. Yeah. <laughs> but let's just let's just all pretend that life is good and there is gonna be a season two. So mm-hmm. what are the questions that we think need to be to be answered and mm. what are you looking forward to seeing? Mm, I would love to see Gihun reuniting with his daughter. Number two would definitely be what's with Gihun's red hair. Yes, yes. I was. Oh my goodness, we are so in sync. I was going to ask you that. What do you think the red yeah. hair means? Is he trying to be some K-pop idol? It's Ronald McDonald, Ren. People are saying that he would go back to Squid Game, undercover. Yeah, but they won't let him back in, right? Because, I mean, the security detail is just so strong that they even knew when he was going aboard the plane. And uh, Lee Byung-hyun's uh, character was just like, um, don't turn back, don't do anything foolish. Just bought the plane, man. And especially after the whole uh, policeman infiltrating their, their operations, I find mm. that uh, security is going to be even mm. tighter. How is Gi-hoon going to get in? The guy is... Like no offense, the guy is kind of an airhead. <laughs> <laughs> you don't disagree, right? He's, he's, he's not that just smart. Just simple-minded, <laughs> la. That's what I think. But who knows? So how's a simple-minded man like him well, gonna get in? Well, I mean, if I'm not wrong, he was a guy who got the policeman in or something like that, right? Nah, he didn't. If you remember correctly, the policeman reached out to him and he's like, "I'm in no position oh. to help anyone right now." 
And then the policeman's like, okay. Then the policeman followed him. And then the policeman like climbed, like he like die hard the mm. whole van. Like he just like crawled mm. under the van. Mm. There are other predictions re- regarding the policeman. So the policeman played by Wee Ha Jun, the actor, right? Mm. Um, they say like, oh, because, you know, um, uh, Lee Byung Hyun's character, the front man, mm-hmm. shoots him in, I think, the arm or like the chest area but it doesn't shoot the head so they compared it to uh, when the, the worker the pink colour worker took off his helmet and showed his face mm. and Lee byung kind of just went up to him and shot him straight in the head and he died mm. right mm. compared mm. to this he shot his brother the policeman in the chest or in the arm mm. uh, and then he fell he fell backwards into the, the ocean um, so there is the there is some sort of like a prediction or a conspiracy theory <laughs> that actually the, the brother's not dead and Lee Byung-hyun is going to find a way to get the brother out safely or some sort. Um, mm-hmm. Something like that, I guess. I guess that's one of the things that they might cover in season two. Um, but it's still very up in the air. Yeah. Another thing that um, people have raised is that there might be like a... What's it called? A survivor's game. Where they invite all the they Hunger invite games? all the people who have survived the games before, like mm. the winners. So the mm. win the winners tournament. So they get all the winners back, and it's like a winners take all kind of situation. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that will give Gihun the ability to come back into the games because he's invited and therefore he's able to enter the games. Honestly, I don't know. Why do you feel about this theory? I'm not too confident in it because I just think that um, having a winners game is against Oh Il Nam's philosophy yep. about. Um, about the whole games But what do you think? Honestly, it sounds too good to be true no, In a sense no, <laughs> It's not too good to be true It sounds very predictable mm. Like yeah. Oh, you know yeah. What's next now? Mm. Oh, get the play, get the winners of past uh, seasons And just Come together to Survival. survive <laughs> uh, yeah. it, It's very predictable in my, point, in my point of view And I do not think That's what the director Wants it to be like as you can yeah. see, he has gave us a lot of uh, spot, uh, a lot of um, unexpected twists and turns. I think this uh, theory is too predictable to be true, lah. Well, I mean, the way things are going, right? Like mm. the expectations are so high, the mm. director might just throw the towel and go like, nah, <laughs> this I, I ain't you. gonna do a season two. Yeah. Right, mm. I mean, if something was done so well, and I w- would think that Squid Game was done very well, mm. um, I'll maybe if I were him, I would just deviate at that and mm. just take the hate of people saying mm. he should mm. do a season two rather than ah he did a season two and it wasn't that great. Mm. <laughs> if I were him, <laughs> well, we all know that uh he's going to have big shoes to fill for season two, yeah. so super. Huge. He's going to take more than thirteen years. <laughs> <laughs> to create season oh, man. two. Well, I mean, looking at the rate that, um, say, Money Heist was produced, mm-hmm. I do think that there is a uh, room for Squid Game to grow into mm-hmm. the season two. Mm. But I guess it really depends on how much the director is um, willing. Mm. <laughs> how, how hard he's willing to work. Mm. And seeing how hard he worked in season one, mm. maybe there might not be a season two, but I guess we'll see. Yep. Um, other than that, Alice in Borderland is coming out with a season two, so that's something we can look forward to. <laughs> and this time round, yeah. it's gonna be more of like you know we're finally seeing the unveiling of the what's it called the the higher the higher ups the 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 Jack Q King 
King Jack Queen. Q, K, and was it the Ace as well? Yes. Has the Ace come out yet? No. Yeah, we're going to see more of that. Yeah. Don't know how much more gory or how much more mentally straining those games are going to get. Can you mm. imagine? The Seven of Hearts game was already quite mentally straining. <laughs> the highest seats games are gonna be intense, man. It's yep. like massive genocide, maybe. Maybe, ah. maybe, yeah. Do you know when is it gonna be out? So according to the website that I'm looking mm-hmm. at, um, apparently Alice in Borderlands season two is gonna be released end of 2021. So it's really, really, really soon. Yes. So then, uh, at the end of 2021, we shall reconvene yes. and talk about a comparison across <laughs> all the se- all the oh different no. series. <laughs> And by then, I hope you have seen uh, Battle Royale. Okay. Then we can talk about the genre in depth. Sure. I would love to. <laughs> so then I guess that's that for the Squid Game podcast. Yes. We did it. Yes. We, we talked about what most people have talked about and <laughs> probably more, I hope. Yep. <laughs> to, to my listeners, I hope that we covered something that you wanted to hear mm-hmm. and that not everybody else is talking we tried okay we tried and I'm sorry we couldn't stay away from some spoilers but I hope that doesn't deter you from watching Squid Game because as you might have heard from Grace and I it's just so much excitement Mm. it's so good just watch it Yes, watch, watch it. it, watch it, watch it. So thank you, Grace, for doing the show with me. Thank you so much. Uh, for always talking about like the horror and the terror of K-dramas or J-dramas, as we are yep. going to be talking about at the end of this year. Yep. Uh, today's intro and outro was by my wonderful musician friend, Fernisco. If you like what you hear, you can check her out on YouTube and her Instagram handle is at fur underscore nice music. Thank you, listeners, for tuning in. If you guys have any movies or shows that you want me to review or convince a friend to watch, you can drop me a tweet at talkshow or comment on my Instagram at bell the free elf and I'll have a go at it till next time bye bye bye